It's time to get away from it all. Doesn't matter if you say you or y'all. Let's all get out there and have some fun. Bluff City Outdoor Show is for everyone. Welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. Indeed, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. I'm Tony Colombo in studio with producer Quentin, Mike Marfell, professional fisherman, and my partner and the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, Mark McMurray. Mark, great to see you, buddy. Hey, it's good to be back. Good yeah, be back. holidays are here as this airs on the weekend. I mean... Saturday, Sunday is is Christmas Eve. I can't believe it. Yeah, so, it's the year has just flown by. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! If you'd have told me it was March, I would have not argued. Right. With you. I mean, it's 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 nuts to me. So if you're listening, uh, the show airs two times over the weekend. So make sure you mark your calendar for both of those Saturdays at noon and Sunday. Or I'm sorry, Saturdays at 11 a.m. and Sundays at noon here on News Talk SDL. It's uh, Christmas weekend as you're hearing this, which is. Um, Absolutely nuts. Uh, lots to talk about. I want to look forward to the new year. We have uh, we have some news. We have some fishing headlines, uh, local news to get into. Uh, but first, it, I know one of the one of the cool things about Bluff City Outdoors is uh, you guys are open all year round, except for on Christmas Day. So it's not too late. Even if somebody's hearing this over the weekend, it's not too late if you need to get that last stocking yeah, stuff. Come on or, out and see us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just we're, and we've gotten a ton of stuff in. I mean, uh, we just got a huge shipment from Iowa that just came in. Saint Croix nice. rides came in this week. Uh, got our order from Favorite came in yesterday. Uh, Shimano came in. That's probably the biggest order on Shimano I've ever done. All mm. reels. Uh, yeah, it's. Tons of stuff. How does that? How does that rotation work? Does uh, is it now in in the quote unquote off season that you sort of get stocked up for the year to come, or is it like is it something that just happens periodically through the year and keeps you you going? No, so since since we do fishing shows in January and February, mm-hmm. we have to get everything in, in in November and December to get prepped for that, and uh, that's that's kind of the way the fishing programs are too. You can start getting sh- stuff shipped as early as October. Some will wait. You know, you can go as late as March. But we try to time it to come in a little bit before Christmas. Uh, it just takes time to get it all ready because, you know, once we start, our, we're, we had nine weekends in a row where we're going to be on the road. Uh, That's traveling wow. fishing tackle store. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we got to have everything ready and mm-hmm. ready to go. So that's why a lot of stuff shows in um, right before Christmas because uh, I'm off. Between, I started, you know, my last day for Boeing. I worked there. Uh, I just got off work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, you know, so you're on your today was your last day, today, Christmas today. break. Yeah, all right, let's go. So, let's and do I'll it. be spending time oh, getting ready man. for the fishing shows. We're going to the bar yeah. after yeah. this, boys. Yeah, <laughs> and Mark's buying. Yeah, well, us fishermen <laughs> like to spend our money on tackle in the wintertime when we're not buying gas yeah, and entry fees and all yeah. that. That's mm-hmm. the way I've done it for years. Mm-hmm. You know, So every year when um, you know when you get your, your new shipment in from the various the, the various makers, let's let's talk about um, uh, let's talk about rods for a minute. Um, 
you know, we we interview all different types of, of folks through the year, and they talk about their, the, you know, their the it, almost like it's a car, like you know, our 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 twenty twenty three model, our twenty twenty four model. Are there are there typically big differences year to year, or is it more of just kind of a different look? Like you can kind of tell by the style or the 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 paint job, for lack of a better term. On uh, so so some some things they just sort of they just change it and make it better, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, we'll use a Shimano Corrado reel, for example. There, I think, on Rev G of it. You yeah, know. and it's been one of the greatest it's, reels It's one of years. the greatest reels ever produced. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I think back when I first bought Rodney's out in 2003, we were on Model B. Mm. So they just, every couple years, uh, they come out with a new model. Just They make it better. They keep it in s- same type price points. And uh, it's just, it's probably one of the longest models going yeah there well, wasn't much to improve on that reel, well, and that, honestly that, we'll see that's kind of i mean point. i'm a lose guy but that shimano corrado has just been bulletproof for right. years well i've it, got a couple old ones and guys beg me to sell them to them and i won't <laughs> because i'm just holding on to them you know it, well and what you just said mike is is kind of my point like once you uh, i mean we i know we i know we we're finding innovations every year we've been talking about them since the beginning of this show and on the previous show for years mark you know we've we've seen more innovations and new products and things like that but when it comes to the basics rod and reels and lures and you know specific lures like crankbaits and swim baits and like there's only like there's only so much there, right? I mean, like what what more can you do with a with a with a rod now that hasn't been done? Like what how does how do they improve on something? A lot of it's making them with reels and rods. In my opinion, is making them lighter. It's making yeah. them lighter, yeah, and more balanced. You know, I guess just, in, the, in the past it's been hard to make them lighter and and keep them durable. Yes, so that materials kind of get better. Yeah, you know, and the trends change. Like, it used to be we only had mono, so you wanted it, like, for flipping, you wanted a rod that was stiff as a broomstick Mm -hmm. because the line flexed. Well, now the line doesn't flex, so you don't want that. You want a rod with Mm. some tip because otherwise, if you had fluorocarbon with one of them old broomsticks that I used to fish with, like, in the 80s, you'd break the knot every time you you hammer. You have to change your hook set. Mm -hmm. Well, so now with the, you know, the rods have got a lot more flex because the line doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the line doesn't have as much stretch. What's the most important thing for you? Well, maybe not most important, but what are some of the things that you, Mike, are looking for uh, when when a baker is is tinkering with their design? I mean, are you looking for it to be lighter? Are you looking for more sensitivity? Are you like what? What is it that uh, both? It's kind uh, of the perfect combo. Both. There. I mean, really, I'm a jig fisherman, so I like what I like now, and I don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I find something I like. I buy 10 of them, and they're just mm-hmm. sitting there brand new. When I break one, I got one. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I am. You know, I like everything to stay the same. Right. I don't like to bend down and pick up a different rod that's got a different action. Now I can't skip for about 40 minutes till I get it dialed back in. Yeah. Because it has a lot to do. And you don't know what all the little various taps, yes. little feeling right. is on a, you know. Yeah, exactly. you got the same rod, you exactly. know exactly what everything feels like. I was so upset when Luz quit making this particular rod. But then they insured me. We just changed. I mean, the rod's the same. We just made it look a little different. And they were right. Changed the yeah. cosmetics. On they changed yep. the cosmetics. They went to a wind grip instead of the cork and, you yep. know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So when I found that out, I was down to like two of them. I bought like 10 of them. Yeah. And some of them are still just in the cardboard tube that they came in sitting in the corner. Yeah. You talk about fishing, you know, when we were young in the 80s and 90s. I mean, I remember like, like your line breaking. Uh, be, uh, uh, from a fish would happen 
commonly. Sure. And and even sometimes you're even sometimes you would break a your the rod would break. It seems like today they can bend like a freaking horseshoe. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you'll get I'll get I'll get snagged, and I like I like I can't break this line no matter how hard I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. The line has been so the they huge have improvement. Really yeah, come a long, yeah. They've come a long way with that stuff, um, and and that that to me, Mark has been one of the has been one of the most noticeable game changes, especially now, like teaching my son how to fish and you know getting him into it. You know, like setting the drag and not snapping your line and all that. That was. You know, something that was beaten into me by my yeah. dad, you know, when I was learning. Let the rod do a lot of yeah. the work. Yeah, and now it? you don't even have to. Now it's like that That part's not really a part of it anymore. It's because the line just doesn't break. I mean, of course, it. you know you know what I mean. Like, it does break. It will it break, just, but most of that is because you didn't retie and you had a nick in it somewhere. Like me, if I'm fishing with brand new 22-pound Sunline fluorocarbon. Mm-hmm. If it breaks, it's because I probably should have retied or I got it over a cable and put some, you know. You know, you're not going to break that fish in open water on that. Right. Yep. Yeah. It had a nick in it. So mm-hmm. you're right. The quality is so good. And I'm talking about a bass line, Mark, what you guys oh, that, specialize that braided that, crappie that, line. The braided crappie yeah. line, the braided the catfish line. Catfish lines. line is like steel yeah, cables. You're not, not going to break it. I mean, it's amazing how strong it is for how thin it is. Yeah. It just it, right. it yeah, baffles yes. the mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah. I, I do know a lot of guys when they're big catfish stuff. That, I mean, they crank that drag all the way down tight, and uh, they just don't want it to to go anywhere. And that, you know, some reels that just that that breaks that gear. Mm-hmm. If when it gets yeah, that massive yeah. hit, what 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 what? I mean, I have my bass rods, but they're not cranked down like that too for the most part. Or else it's a jerk bait or something on like eight ten pound line. But on the my jig rod, yeah, it's cranked down, but. Bass don't get to be a hundred pounds, yeah. so yeah, it's like that's what I, breaks I, I, the breaks yeah. the reels. Yeah, those things any, are strong. There's any of them could break. I mean, they're just yeah. Uh, it's just I, I would prefer you know you talked to like spiring on the from ancient mariner. Mm-hmm, you know, he yeah. says you, you know he said you should be able to catch any catfish out there with seventeen to twenty pounds of drag. One of the most fascinating shows you, you know? guys ever did, by the way. Oh, that's one for the archives. Yes, that was a good one. That one is is we we we. we we replay that one from time to time because that's Absolutely. one of my favorite stories ever. Yeah, yeah talk about a line a not breaking. I mean, you fight a fish for nine hours or whatever, nine hours all by yourself in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just riveted by that guy's story. Yeah, yeah, you need to have. Uh, yeah, you need to have full faith in your gear in that uh, in that regard. I was, Jeremy Wade, dude. What do you think of what do you think of guys like uh, like Jeremy Wade? Uh, not J- sure. Uh, Jeremy? River monsters. Oh, oh. Yeah, like I when you know. see a guy like that on television, you know, like I've heard, like uh, who was the guy? Who was the guy on Discovery Channel that was so bear? Was it Bear, bear Grylls? Was that his name? Is, am, am I thinking of the right guy who was like known survival for like a survival stuff? Yeah, it's Bear Grylls. And then, but then you'd like British special forces talk to real survival guys, and they're like, "Oh, this is just so televisioned up." Like, oh, it's a hundred percent televisioned up, but Bear knows what he's doing. Right, right. Is that but is that what you think of? I'm yeah, not, that's no, what I'm, I, not, I'm not talking about Bill Dance and, no, and no, Jimmy no. Hughes. I'm not talking about those guys. Bill those Dance guys was are, one of the greatest tournament yeah, fishers. Those guys ever. are those guys are legit. I'm talking about the more sensational river monsters type guys. Like when you see that, are you like, oh, this is great that this that there's fishing on television yeah. appealing to the mass audience, or you look at it and go, this is kind of a cartoon. It's kind of a cartoon. I yeah, I mean, I'm sure the guy knows what he's doing, but look at the end of the show when. Right? There's a list of writers. 
It's a good point. You know, so at the end of a Bassmaster or FLW show on TV, there's no writers. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's cooked. But yeah. um, that doesn't mean the guy like Baird knows what he's doing. Right. Right. I mean, I would be okay with him as my guide to get me to survive. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, he popped in my mind because there's a River Monsters episode where he fights. I think it's a, I think it's a stingray. I think it's this giant ray. He fights it for hours. I mean, obviously they condense it down. Yeah. But it, it, when we yeah. were just talking about uh, ancient uh, mariner, Spiro, yeah, yeah, yeah it, made, it made me think. I used that. to have people that thought that there were scuba divers hooking up fish for Bill Dance. I was like, no, Bill's just fishing private lakes that are loaded, <laughs> <laughs> and he knows what he's doing too. Yeah, those guys are. Those guys. He's are. a treasure. Makes yeah, a difference. Absolutely yeah. legit. All right, we are going to bring you this week's fishing report a little bit later on in the show. Also going to prepare you for, as uh, Mark just mentioned, we are getting ready to kick off show season, and we've got one of the biggest, best fishing shows uh, once again happening in our area here in just a couple weeks. We'll tell you all about that and more as we continue the Bluff City Outdoors show here on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. With my good old boy toy better my shotgun. This is the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. We're just having a little bit of a music conversation there at break. And it reminds me of, we're talking about uh, independent artists. And, you know, I'm a big supporter of the local music scene. And our very own Perry Woods, I uh, am glad that I didn't forget this. I should have mentioned it right at the top of the show. But Perry Woods, who, of course, uh, created our intro for the Bluff City Outdoors show, had his birthday earlier this week. Oh, happy birthday. On Monday of this week. Yep. One of my favorite airborne guys next to my own son. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is 68 years old. Doesn't look a day. What? Over. No, he's <laughs> The fact that I, you believed it is, is the Well, best you know <laughs> the old modage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, it's true with, uh, with Perry. And, uh, yeah, I honestly don't know how old Perry is, but um, I have a really good guess. But I'm not going to say it out loud because uh, I don't want him to kill me. But uh, happy birthday to— uh, Yeah, you don't want to get in a headlock from that guy. My yeah. good friend, Perry Woods. Happy and, birthday. Uh, happy yeah, birthday, great, Perry. Great, great stuff. Um, and I say y'all, by the way. That's exactly right. Um, I want to. Uh, we want to talk about the uh, upcoming Let's Go Fishing show in Collinsville. In fact, uh, next week we're gonna have the director of the show on with yeah, us Jamie as we Lane. prepare yeah. for. Um, you know, and we don't we, we don't talk about we don't pump this thing up just because it's our local show. It really is. The best. Oh, it, it's great. The, the one, maybe the best. People from Chicago come down. Yeah, to it all the time. Fishing right? show yeah, in the Midwest. Yeah, it might yeah. be the You're, best one in the Midwest. If not, it's one of the best. Some people from Kansas Midwest. last it, year. It's, it's without a doubt the most family friendly one. With, yeah. If you're just wanting fishing, right. yeah, yep. 
They do it right. So we will uh, we'll talk to the director of the Let's Go Fishing show next week, and then the following weekend is the show. Is the show? Yep. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So that's where we have me and Mark have schemed up a little crossover between the yeah you know horse. what let's do that now i was gonna bring so, it up later so, we'll, we'll talk about this later too but l- yeah tell folks what's going on well man. we're this trying really to come cool. up with a little something but uh easy easy uh the 10 horse money i was on his live stream tuesday mm-hmm. so he has a live stream coming up january 2nd mm-hmm. he's going to make an announcement on there john suckups the, the guest he's a former owner of bass tank elite series pro npfl he's a live scope guru he used to be win all kinds of crappie tournaments and stuff and switched over to bass and that's going to be Gabe's guest on the second. So if you listen to that show on YouTube, eight o'clock Tuesday, January second, Ten Horse Monty YouTube Ten channel. Ten Horse Monty, that too. Find him on Instagram. He is going to make an announcement of a way you can come and see me and Mark at the Let's Go Fishing show, and we're going to give you a little something nice. for everybody that mentions that they've seen it on the Ten Horse Monty. Come get a selfie. He'll make the announcement. A chance a for ch- you to win something. Yep. And all you got to do. Is listen. Listen, and Gabe will tell you what you need to do. All you got to do is listen to a great uh, fishing conversation, and then you'll get that information on how to get something cool and free. All you Bluff City Outdoor radio fans, go watch the 10 Horse next Tuesday, January the 2nd. Yeah, I always always say this, and I I really do mean it, because we hear from people all the time. Speaking of um, uh, convention season, Mark, was it last year you were at a show in, in Kansas City, and... Ran into somebody who listens to the podcast, yeah, yeah, in, in Kansas City or uh, outside the St. Louis area. So um, it's a it's a great reminder to make sure you're subscribed to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. We put the show out as a podcast shortly after we get off the air every week. Great way to make sure you never miss anything that happens here. All of our great guests and great conversations, and you pair the Bluff City Outdoors Show podcast with the Ten Horse Monty YouTube channel, and you will Set. every week get just tons of great uh, fishing and outdoor content on uh, on YouTube and on podcasts and everywhere else. So make sure you are checking it out. All right, we have a little bit of a um, we're going to play a little we're going to have a little, a little contest here, a little game here. The uh, Missouri Department of Conservation announced this week that there was a state record set this past week. Anthony Rosaniak, I'm going to say is how we say that name, of St. Peter's, uh, was uh, is now uh, tied with, for the uh, state record for Skip Jack Herring. He caught the fish with his brother on uh, the Missouri River on December 6th. And we were uh, uh, talking about this during the break, and everybody was taking a guess at how big the um, the uh, the state record for Skip Jack Herring is. So let's get everybody's official guess in here, because as Mark said, that's great bait. <laughs> <laughs> that's your primo catfish bait. They cut it, right? They, they cut it, you know, some smaller ones they'll use whole. Mm-hmm. Why is it? Because the pre- they got a stack to it. Very oily fish. Very oily so they can find it, yep. smell it. I'm going seven seven. Okay, Mark four, four pounds three ounces. Three pounds even. Man, I was off. Three pounds even. Catch ties two previous pole line records. One recorded in 2019 on the Osage River, and the third in 2017 on the Osage River. Uh, he said, "Quote: My brother and I headed out to catfish that day. We threw some jigs out. You were exactly right, Mark. We threw some jigs out to see what was there. And the first fish I hooked into was one and a half pound skipjack. And he said uh, that uh, the fish uh, looked big, and uh, he thought he might be onto something. And 
he said the very next cast was double the size. He said, we'd only been out fishing for 15 minutes. Wow. By the time I caught it, I looked at my brother and I said, we have to cancel our fishing trip because we've got a state record. We've got to go. And they uh, called the MDC. Fish was weighed. And uh, that is, uh, he is now uh, tied for uh, the state record for the skipjack herring. They. I think I'd have made another couple casts yeah. before I called it. A day. They are one of the funnest fishes to catch. Yeah, they fighters. Anything. Oh my god! They That's call what them it's all about. tarpons. Really? Because they come flying out of the water when you get them. I mean, they fly out of. So, the water. so people about. purposely fish for them. They're they're doing it for the catfish bait. Yeah, it okay. sounds like that's what they were doing. But was going you. for catfish bait. They're incredibly fun to go catch. No good to eat. Now we tried to eat when they're just not so good. Not so good. The catfish eat them, but the catfish and then love you eat them. The catfish. Yes, and then we eat the catfish. <laughs> yes, we do. But they're but they're a blast to catch. I mean, they're when they hit, they're they're super aggressive. Mm-hmm. And some of the rigs you use might have four or five hooks on there, and you, you might hit get you know three or four of them on there, and oh, you're wow. fighting them all at once. Yeah. But they come flying out of the water. Oh, that's, they're fun to catch. Yeah, that's why I love. I got to do this now. That's why I love river. Yeah, I'll get you hooked on it, and then you'll become my bait guy. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got three boys. We have an army of guys. We have out a whole little business here. Yeah, we'll just sell skipjack herring to Mark. Yeah, a, yeah. Oh, they're. I used to go down uh, below uh, Kentucky Dam and Barkley there and catch them there years ago. So you'd catch, you know, three or four hundred in a day. Oh, you know, mm. and uh, but they're just they're just a blast to catch. It's like, a jig. Is that what little like yeah, crappie they use type little, little crappie type jigs? Tubes. They'll hit tubes and they school. I take it they get they school. Schools. What's really cool is you, if you're bringing like a sabiki rig, which is an ocean bait rig, but they work great on skipjack. Is you run them one or two feet deep. You know, you can see them coming back, all the little flies on them. You got nothing, you got nothing. Bam, you got five on there. Wow. You know. So you're trolling for them? Casting. Casting. Oh, yeah. okay. So I imagine below the Osage Bagnell yeah. Dam Anywhere would be... you're going to get that real fast running water. They love that real fast current. So when they're pulling water at Lake of the Ozarks below the they're dam. Be there. Hmm. But it's that fight that. that's all about... That's why I've, I've talked about before, um, yeah, like Jack's Fork River is, is a... a place a, a river that i fished throughout my entire childhood and still try to go down there uh every now and then and those little those little rivers like the merrimack and jack's fork and the big river and that type of um smallmouth bass that have lived their whole life in those those rivers with that current and they're strong tug. yeah they tug yeah. yeah i mean you, you get a pound and a half uh smallmouth and it's a and it's just a great fight it's not that big of a fish like these it's not that big of a fish but it's a ton of fun to catch those because of the great fight well on smallmouth even if they're not in current yeah you're exactly right yeah same thing with white bass that's why i like uh, our striper you know like that's why i like catching those so much yeah because of the fight that they put up gabe caught i don't know how many in a row the last practice we had on a alabama rig white bass oh yeah just one after another so the alabama rigs become a thing for the white bass now I, I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because you throw it right in the middle of that yeah. feeding frenzy. Everyone came on that center one, though, Mark. Every really? single one. Yeah. <laughs> Always, it, you know, it's just, I don't know what it is, but they zero in on the center one almost every time. That's interesting. Uh, what's the latest with you? Is Are you done for the year? I am now, done you... for the year. Um, me and Gabe were talking the other night. I am not sure what I'm doing next year. Uh, yeah, you I, mentioned this. I had to miss one of the first solo series, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to make the championship or not. Gabe's on the fence. I will definitely be doing the team thing at Lake the Ozarks for sure, 100%. Mm-hmm. Not sure who it's with yet. It'll be Gabe. My buddy Greg might have shoulder surgery. 
So it might be one of my sons or somebody else, but I'm definitely going to do that. I'm not afraid to do it solo either. I mean, it's a team series, but, uh, and then part of me thought about taking an entire year off other than that team trail and work on my YouTube game. Oh, just go out and have some fun and do some filming and have my own YouTube channel. Let's go. But, uh, we'll see. I got plenty of time to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so I'm hoping Gabe does the team thing and then he's flirting with fishing a few of the Ozarks division BFLs. He's going down back to Kentucky Lake. It's closer for him Mm -hmm. and fishing the BFLs. He really, really wants to make the the all American at some point as he fishes as a co-angler. Not that he couldn't fish from the front. He just, we were talking about the other night. It's, it's just a time and money thing. You Mm got to commit to more practice. If you're in the front of the boat, I mean, it's not fair to the guy in the back of the boat. If you just showed up the night before, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but it's his prerogative, right? I mean, I do it at Lake of the Ozarks because I, I ain't scared to fish right. there without practice. I've right. got enough history there that I'll go. But I still like to practice when I can. But So we'll see. Uh, so are you flirting with that idea because you have seen a growth in the demand for, for that kind of content? Stuff? Like, is yeah. that a growing – like, are you, are you seeing and hearing more? Yeah, well, um, I've always wanted to do it, but doing it during the tournament, it takes up so much of your time. I feel like you're mm-hmm. – I feel like you're – it's hard to do it. It's hard to do it, and I'm not giving up. I've always been a I'm going to outwork everybody guy. I'm not yeah. the best fisherman. You want it to look good. I'm going to well, right, but I'm saying what, the, I, I mean, don't want my tournament results to slack because I'm busy jacking right, around with cameras. Right, you're editing video. <laughs> well, you're not editing, but you still got to turn them off and on, and you got to make right. sure you know it's a lot of work. And I watch yeah. how much Gabe puts in it, uh, and it is, and then truly like the production value just of, keeps going up and up with Ten him. Horse. I mean, he's got it. He's yeah. got it down. And, and and part of it's you've asked me the question, how much do you ever go fun fishing? And I tell you zero. Right. It would probably be nice and relaxing to go down there without the worrying about having to cash a check mm-hmm. and just go fishing. But you got to catch a fish for that content. Yes. <laughs> we can do that. I mean, I'm just saying it's like I haven't spent much time without the pressure. Yeah. So what yeah. if I don't catch one that, I mean, so I don't put out a video that week. Right. It's not the end of the world. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And something crazy usually happens out there. We'll get some kind of video. Has 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 doing it for such a long time professionally and having so much pressure to perform and 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 when you know for not yourself obviously, but your sponsors and all that. Does that take away from the enjoyment of it at all, or do you still not for me? Because I got a regular job. I'm not going to not eat. Yeah. So you, I'm just going to have can, three bad years in a row, and then me and my wife are going to have a discussion of why I keep doing it. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to keep that discussion from right. happening. I'm but on number two, and I'm done, kids, baby. If you just go out with with one of your kids one day just for the fun of it, you still have as much fun as you, oh, yeah. as you used to. Yeah, I love the competition part of it. That's the fun of it. Right, right, yeah. You yeah, know? I'm just, you know, I've, I've, I've talked to you. I've to me, it's to more like, fun with the competition added on. Right, right. It really is. Yeah, I've talked to, like, professional athletes over the years. I've talked to some that, you know, like, say, like, when I quit my sport, I'm never playing it again. Yeah, Navy SEALs don't get back in the water. Yeah, and I've heard, and then I've, and there's been other ones that, you know, they want to keep, you know, they'll go play in the minor leagues or something like that, or, you know, or some, you know, semi-pro just to keep playing because right. they love it, even though they were once, you know, at a, at a, at oh, a certain level. So there's different. As long as I'm physically able, I'm still going to fish. Yeah. Yeah. But the competition adds it to me. It really does. Yeah. That's awesome. But 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 looking in hindsight, it's like I haven't taken my kids fishing as much as I should have. Right. Right. But they're all tied up in sports. So, you know, or they were when they were in high school. Mm-hmm. 
And, I definitely feel and, and like... And this winter is the least I've ever fished because my daughter's wrestling. Dude, right. I love it. Yeah, that's so it's, cool. Yeah, I, I just love watching her wrestle. Yeah, so. that is so cool. But I definitely do feel, Mark, that there is more uh, of a demand for... I mean, we've talked about the industry. Yeah. The outdoor industry in general, hunting, archery, Yeah, that's fishing. all got to have videos. It's all, and it's all it, growing. It's what sponsors want. It's all growing. and, and I would have never dreamed, it's just in general, that people would watch YouTube. I mean, I just, I never thought people it would watch ever be other a thing. people playing video games, Mark. So, I mean, you know. they're going to watch you go fishing. <laughs> Quentin's guilty as charged. You know, we were down visited my, my wife's mom down there in Mississippi, and we go in there and she's watching YouTube. It's some Oriental country, but they're going and gathering fruit and vegetables and bringing them to market. And I'm going, and she goes, I watch this one all the time. And I'm mm-hmm. going, I said, if, if she's watching anybody, everybody's watching. Yeah, YouTube. yeah. Except yeah. for probably me, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, there like anything else, and, and this goes for regular television too. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of crap out there, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that are, you know, not authentic and all of that. But when you find when you find a, a good channel or a good creator that you that you trust that you know is you know legit and whatever it is, right. It could be news. It could be fishing. It Me and Quentin be... were talking about my daughter loves watching makeup yeah. tutorials. Yeah, exactly. And she might make a career out of it because she's dang good at it. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take that. I'll, I I I trust. You know, when I find something like that, I would rather watch a YouTube creator um, than I would uh, uh, than I would. Um, uh, you know, somebody on television. When yep. you, yeah, you find I, I feel dumber trust. watching network television. Definitely more gen- genuine. Yeah, like we talked about, yeah, like some of the stuff that we talked about last week, like the the, the squirrel bowl and all, you know, those yep. folks. And, Jenny and, J with her reloading yeah. gun channel. Oh, yeah, from yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly, yes, yes, yes. She was, you know, when you find those type of people putting out that kind of great content, <laughs> yeah. that is, that is uh, to me, better than There's a lot television. of scantily clad yeah. women fishing that slowly get yeah, down to Yeah, that's a different story. I know. I keep telling Gabe, but maybe that's the way he can up maybe his viewership. <laughs> you know? When Gabe's done, he's in nothing but a thong. Yeah, you know? if, he, if he's going to experiment with that, let me know so I can take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'll yeah. come back to 10 Horse whenever that yeah. uh, whenever 10 that, Horse that only fans. Yeah. That <laughs> That's Mike Marvell in studio with Mark Murray and myself, Tony Colombo. We are going to bring you the weekly fishing report Next on the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 1019 and 941 News Day of the season. Yeah, when it comes to retrieving old Duke's on his game. John Bowe. This is the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Going to get into this week's fishing report for you in just a few moments. But first, want to remind you once again that we are getting ready to kick off convention season. And we are just now, I guess, as people are listening to this on on Christmas weekend, which is already insane that it's Christmas weekend. We are, what, two weeks away from when is the 
Two weeks away, January 5th, 6th, 7th. 5th, 6th, and 7th, yeah. From the Let's Go Fishing Show in Collinsville. Going to be an awesome, awesome event. It always is. It's one of the best fishing shows of the year. I'm really looking forward to it this year. I I, I touched on this last week. Um, the, The show last year happened... The same week that we had our pipes freeze and our studios flood. That's right. I at the old, about that. And the day that I was coming out with my son and we had pumped it up and he was so excited to come out and, you know, do the indoor fishing and see all this cool stuff for kids. Like you said, Mark, that this is like the family friendly fishermen's show. This isn't yep. like, this isn't the yacht show. No, for, it's fishing for Richie Rich. This is a cool show for uh, avid fishermen. And and plenty of great stuff for the kids to enjoy as well. Yeah, there's just it's just it's just it's good for the family. I mean, but yeah, I mean, if you're a serious angler with no kids, there's stuff there for you too. I mean, Absolutely, it, it's it's just it's the best fishing show in the St. Louis yeah. area. And I was so looking forward to it, and I had built it up with my with my son, and he was all ready to go. And then that night that we were finally going to go, there was all kinds of complications happening at the here at the station because of the the flood that we just had, and I had to basically rush out there and then turn around and and rush back to work. So I didn't get to I didn't get to soak it all in and have the full experience. So this year, definitely going to do that. And he's looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to it. So. Uh, make sure you mark your calendars, 5th, 6th, and 7th, the Gateway Center in Collinsville. Let's go fishing show. It's going to be uh, fantastic. We're All just- day Friday, right? Start, Start at, at noon, noon, I think. Noon, mm-hmm. okay. And that's senior day too, right? That's also senior day. They got a discount on yep. senior discount yeah, on mm-hmm. that day. And this Tuesday, make sure you are watching the 10 Horse Mana YouTube channel. Live stream. The, the, live, the stream. live stream, yeah, yep. which is on YouTube, correct? It's on YouTube, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, make sure you're watching the live stream because he is going to give you some secret information during that live stream that will give you an opportunity to pick up some free stuff from when, Bluff City Outdoors. Something we the, ain't figured out that part yet, but yeah. we'll, it'll be something. Yeah, it'll be something. Mark, Mark will pull something out of You're getting sleep. something. You're, yeah, there's, there's something it's cool. There's always something out there. Yeah, yeah. all you, all you got to do is make sure you are are watching the 10 horse money live stream on tuesday and uh you'll get some secret code you'll get some secret info plus you can ask questions to one of the best live scope guys on the planet absolutely that is absolutely right uh let's go ahead and uh, jump into this week's, this week's fishing, fishing report. report mark take okay it away. let's go let's uh first we'll go out there to uh truman lake with jordan lear he's a guide and a buddy out there uh crappie are good fish 10 to 30 feet of water uh, 10 to 25 feet in depth uh, fish a stand in timber on the main lake channel edges and brush piles. Crappie bonds tipped with minnows are working good. Jigs are starting to work better as the water cools. Catfish, good. Anchor at the mouth of the creeks and on the main lake in 20 to 40 feet of water. Fresh cut shad is the go-to bait. Uh, fish the flats in the creeks uh, 10 to 20 feet are also producing. Bass fair, fish the main lake points in the creeks with jerk baits. Walleye fair, fish the main lake humps in the points, crawler harnesses, and trolling crankbaits on the main lake flats 10 to 20 feet of water. White bass and hybrids are good. Fish to main lake points and chunk rock banks with rooster tails, three-inch sliders with quarter-ounce heads. Fish the banks and the points where the wind is blowing in that direction, blowing that bait fish in there. Mm-hmm. Go to Jason Kaiser, Mark Twain Fishing Intel. Water temps 40, uh, slightly stained. Crappie are schooled up in the pole timber. Most of the crappie are in the mouth of, to halfway back in the creeks. Uh, not much happening in the backs. Fish are schooled 2 to 15 feet deep, and over 20 to 30 feet of water. No, fishing bite is good. You catch a whole lot of 9 to 11-inch crappie right now. 
No reports on bass or catfish. Carlisle, Eric Morey, the fishing magician. Fishing magician. Fishing magician. Going to be doing a seminar at Collinsville. Oh. Nice. Yeah, Carlisle Lake is 444.74. Water you're gonna get, If you're going to watch a seminar. We've got to get him a rabbit You want to watch? <laughs> you want to watch a seminar by somebody called the, the fishing, fishing magician. Because yeah. you're going to learn something. You're going to learn something. <laughs> so, so the crappie bite is on fire right now on jigs, 10 to 15 feet of water. The white bass and hybrid stripers are hanging on the ledges of the, of the river channel and definitely uh, – can catch a bunch of them if you find the schools. Channel cat are biting on shad real well on the banks and the on the brush on the outer edges, 12 to 15 feet of water. Local rivers and lakes, again, Eric Morey, fishing magician. Mm-hmm. Water temps are somewhat stabilized in the low 40s, and the crappie bite is doing well on jigs in 10 to 15 feet of water. Largemouth can still be caught, uh, but, are, but you got to match their lethargic speed with the action of the bait fish is, is important now. So medium to deep diving uh, jerk baits. Jigs and small mid-sized plastics are effective. Catfish on the river are still biting well. If you can find them, they're stacked behind the, the wing dikes and uh, biting on shad. Channel cat are also biting on shad real well. Go down to Wren, Fred Mooney. He's and a guy to get buddy down. Yep. <laughs> Skipjack's more of a summer bait. Oh, yeah. good to know. Yep. What were these guys thinking? Catching them in December? Yeah, I don't know. They, they should be catching some shad right They're now. not magicians. No. Yeah, they hadn't talked State to State record holder, magician. though. But they did catch the state record, so. <laughs> what do we know? Yep. Uh, down at Red, Fred Mooney. Uh, lake's at 403.5. Winter patterns are good until the lake freezes. Uh, I don't think we looked at a set this week that didn't have fish on it. He's talking about the car engineer. Uh, piles. Piles, yep. Main lake, 10 to ten to 12 feet average depth is what we fished. And avocado moon or electric chicken has been the super productive in the ATX Wicked Chad, which Got a big shipment of those coming in this week. Mm-hmm. And well, orange or pink. outdoors. Yep. Rig Rapid Bridges uh, continue to stay active and a great place to start looking all winter. Ren just is always on fire. Is it, it, is it, is it always been that way? I feel like Ren came it cycles. It, it, it's out of cycle. nowhere it's been over the last way couple for of years. three to four years. Yeah, right. Uh, usually that cycle, normally they don't last three to no. four years. They, they'll be good for a couple years. And then before that, you know, it was. Yeah. It was not like that. But the last two couple of years, it's I mean, been we've about just four been years talking now, four about five. Rend like crazy on these in these fishing yeah, reports. It, it is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy good. Get out there. Yep. It's the winter time. Water temps are forty five to forty. This is from Southern Illinois Lakes, Gabe Montgomery. Ten, mm, ten horse money. Yep. Water temps are forty five to forty eight on most lakes and clear. And we said we're in the midst of the shortest days of the year. As the water continues to kill, the bite windows become shorter. Mm-hmm. Cool, not kill. Mm-hmm. Bass are cold blooded, and that, that it just turned around. Yes, on the other, it's on the Thursday. upside. Thursday, oh yeah, the yeah. winter solstice. solstice. That's today, so isn't star- it? Yeah, today is we're recording. So it start yeah. it starting now. You'll we'll be adding a a, a minute or so to the uh, day to the yeah. day, which is so great. Yes, because yeah, it's Sorry. not light enough now. Just want to interject. Sorry. So just a bass, back to you, Mark. Is the bass cold blood and the cold water slows their metabolism? All, all fish are that way. Mm-hmm. This means that they feed less in the winter. Uh, they they may, may only be on a short feeding winter of 30 minutes on some days. It's important to fish high percentage areas to maximize on this bite. Here's a pro tip for you take a crappie rod with you when you're bass fishing in the winter. Mm. They are much easier to catch. There you go. So Merry Christmas and God bless. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Lake of the Ozarks, baby. The fishing was crazy this fall. wasn't as good as normal, but it's getting better and better. More big fish showing up, being caught. Uh, I would say in these next couple weeks, the the, the water temperatures are in the high 40s to low 50s. And go out and take advantage of it with these water temperatures. Right now, you can still catch them in a multitude of different ways, spinnerbait, crankbait, 
uh, jerk bait, Alabama rig, jig, swim bait. But when that water gets down to the low 40s, it's mm-hmm. going to narrow to, in my opinion, three baits, Alabama rig, jerk bait, and a jig. So the fish are, fish are really, this is going to sound weird, they're spread out, but they're grouped up, meaning they're in the that main lake. and they're in the, They're on the main lakes, but they're also in the backs, but they're uh, not everywhere. You will find them in groups, but they're not uh, everywhere. Oh, I see. So, uh, the groups are spread So out. use your electronics. I'd around and find them. You know, that's the thing. Up shallow, I would say from the dam to the Grand Glaze, I would concentrate with a jerk bait on the main lake and an Alabama rig and a jig. And still probably a, a square bill up shallow, too, is working. But once you get further from the glaze towards, you know, going up towards hurricane deck and even further up, I would throw a spinnerbait up shallow just because of the water clarity, you know. And uh, out around the docks and the brush, to me, it's always a finesse football jig this time of year. Smaller trailer like a beaver type, something with less action. Because like Gabe said, the fish are a little bit more lethargic. So nothing in nature is going to be moving that fast. So make it look more natural. Mm-hmm. And then there's still fish out deep in 25-plus. I throw a three-quarter-ounce football jig with like a, a beaver trailer on it as well, something with less action. But I take that. A lot of three-quarter-ounces aren't finesse. So trim that skirt up to the hook, take some strands out, make it a smaller profile. And the fishing's just going to keep getting better until the water until gets the water hard. Until the water gets hard. So, and... Like I think I told you guys last week, always take an extra set of clothes with you when this time of year in case you fall in, especially if you're by yourself. Because mm. it's a long boat, cold boat ride back that you might not survive. When's the last time you fell in? Uh, a couple years ago, right at Greg's dock. Yeah? Yeah. What were you doing? Getting in a hurry because I had a flat tire I needed to change and we were coming in. I'm lucky I didn't hurt myself. Fell in on top of the lift. Lost oh, my, so you were rushing to get you weren't. I was fishing. rushing to help. No, I wasn't fishing. Gotcha. And lost my. When I I started laughing when I came up, and then my inflatable life jacket went off and knocked my brand new Oakleys off my head into the water, and then I wasn't laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so and that was embarrassing. So me and Greg's running joke now. When we pull in, I just sit there with my arms crossed. I don't do anything that the boat comes to a until this ride has come to a complete mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. A couple so, of years ago, I was covering the boat. You know, ended the at weekend. the dock. At the dock, had just lifted it. Was covering the boat. I had this big loose jacket on, and I had and I bent over to to tie, you know, one of the one of the mooring lines. lines. Yeah, and I hear, and it, I was like, that was either my phone or my wallet, and it was my phone. <laughs> uh, pro tip: I bought a little miniature pelican box that both my wallet and my phone go in. That's it's got a carabiner on it. You can yeah. hang it somewhere, and then you don't have to worry about that. Right? Yeah, but yeah. this was after this. I, I know. I, had, I was taking everything out. It was it was the end. Right. So. But see, if it was in that box, you drop it and it just floats. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Christmas it's, idea, Christine, for Tony. It's still down there. It's yeah. still down there. At the, yeah, I started to go right for my sunglasses, and Greg goes, "You realize people drown doing that, getting caught on a cable and stuff underneath." Oh the yeah, no. This so it they was, know hundred twenty dollar glasses worth all that. Yeah, this was a couple of years ago. It was cold. It was it was at night. It was probably not this time of year, but I think it was like late late fall. And um, yeah, it was it was dark and cold. There was no going down to get it. My point being, I think we've talked about it on the show before, but for those people that haven't heard it, the amount of clothes you got to have on the winter to stay warm out there fishing. 
put that same amount of clothes on and jump in your swimming pool or a swimming pool and see mm-hmm. how hard it is to swim back to the ladder. Yeah. That's why you wear that. I wear that life jacket. Yeah. 100% of the time. It when takes I'm fishing. your breath away. It'll definitely take your breath away. Well, I mean, you're just going to weigh 100 extra weight. pounds. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if your boat doesn't have an emergency ladder, tie a rope to the back, put it on the back deck so you can grab a hold of it and pull yourself back in. Be safe. Be safe. Wear the life jacket and kill switch. Don't yeah, be a statistic. Mm-hmm. And don't be a dick either. Don't be a dick. That's important. Uh, I want to remind yeah. folks. What, yes, I was sir? going to say, did it, I don't remember if I told you that we're having those catfish uh, reproductions done. Did I tell you that? Mm-mm. So a couple of weeks ago. Of uh, the ones at the tournament? No. So what, what I decided to do, I've been wanting to do it for a while. And uh, a guy we met at the catfish conference in uh, Kansas City a couple of years ago. He is an artist that is getting into taxidermistry. And you talk oh, about yeah. somebody who can paint a fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Josh Roth. He's from St. Genevieve. But anyway, he is going to produce for us uh, the uh, world record blue cat, the Illinois record, and the Missouri record. And we're going to oh, have those yeah. displayed uh, when he gets them At the shop? At the shop. Nice. Kind of cool. And I, he just sent me an update here a little bit ago that he has two of the three catfish have been cast, and he's got a fourth one on that order. So as soon as they're – he should have them in, in-house in his place at the end of January. How does he get oh, those casts, cool. Mark? Measurements? There, yeah, yeah. It's it's all about measurements. And then he, he's got the photos of them, and he'll – if there's a little nick on it, that nick's going to be, be on, on that there. fish. Yeah, perfect duplication. Oh man, yeah. he's, he's good. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll post those pictures here you know, with our podcast. yeah because it's yeah. it's yeah. going to be something I've been ever since we put the addition on. I thought man, it'd really be cool to have all three of those fish. Yeah, we have talked about that before having a yeah. yeah so we we decided to go ahead and do it. So that is super cool. Yeah, we'll have to get him on. We'll have to talk about that, and we'll have to definitely post uh, those pictures as well. I want to remind you also, if you find yourself grilling this uh, Christmas weekend or maybe uh, as we close in on the new year, make sure you have a bag of Rockwood Lump Charcoal alongside Rockwood Lump Charcoal available at over 100 area stores, including all Ace Hardware stores. Pick up some grilling tips and tricks and find the closest Rockwood dealer to you all at rockwoodcharcoal.com. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, fellas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Get out there and fish. Yeah, get out there and fish. Make sure you tune in next week as we'll talk to the director of the Let's Go Fishing show as we close in on that great show and we close in on the end of 2023. Thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us here on the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 1019 and 941 News Talk STL. Play.